As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. This is Justina Page, your podcast host. We are super duper happy that you decided to tune in today. And I couldn't be more excited to have my guests on this Friday. And you know what Fridays are. That's when our special guests come in and share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And I couldn't be happier and more thrilled than to have my good friend and my pastor on today. Hey, Pastor Cotton. Hello there, Sister Justina. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad you're here with us today. You guys don't know him like I do. And guys, it's amazing. We we go back a little piece now. We got a little history behind us. But I'm going to share a little bit of info about him. So Elder Dewan Cotton is founder and senior pastor of the Sanctuary in Houston, Texas. Whoop, whoop for our church. He is a preacher, <laughs> teacher, leader, and father who has been serving in the ministry since 1984. Pastor Cotton served as an assistant pastor of Full Gospel Church for over 20 years. He incorporates a global vision for his ministry that is based on the Great Commission found in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, which states, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world, amen. Pastor Cotton is a graduate of the University of Missouri at Rolla with a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. He received his minister's license from the Church of God in Christ in 1986. He has a heart for the hurting and strives to reach out to individuals who are lost, hurt, disconnected, or simply need to be revived in their faith. When he preaches, he makes deposits in the lives of the listeners His God-given unique style has touched the lives of many, equipping and maturing the believer for work of service in an effort to build up the body of Christ. Pastor Cotton incorporates the teaching and training and families in living victoriously by the word. Wow. And y'all, that ain't even half of what he does. That was just his church history, uh, basically. That's right. But I'm super, super happy to have you there. And just for the record, Pastor Cotton is the husband of my bestie, Sheila Cotton. So we're a close, tight-knit family. And they're also the grandparents of my only grandchildren. So this should be a good show, trust me. Anyway, um, Pastor Cotton, when is the first time... Uh, when did we meet? What's the first thing you recollect about meeting me? The first time we met, we were in an in, in agape fellowship in college, and we were in a circle, 
and we were ready to uh, open up with and I believe you were giving your first testimony at that time when, when you you already had gotten you already had given your life to Christ and so it was it was everything was brand new back then yeah buddy that was back in <laughs> wow huh I wonder what that testimony yeah quite a few years ago yeah buddy <laughs> yep 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 well I remember you being my prayer partner and I'm remembering college how they gave everybody prayer partners and I was so excited to have a minister as a prayer partner. I thought it was an honor. I didn't That's know right. it was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was. <laughs> that went over my head. But anyway, thank God. Yeah, yeah. We don't have time to get into the story there. But thank God, you know, God. That's right where we need to be. I wasn't even supposed to be at Rolla. I actually had a scholarship at KU to play ball. And I got mad at my teacher. Wow. Laughed at me and tore up the whole application and decided the only school I wanted to go to was Rolla. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how God uses every aspect of our personality? And that at that point, that was my incredible right. stubbornness and need to prove myself to people. Oh, Lord, I'm so far from all of that now. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, okay, I have a question. Yeah, God is yes, he is. Sure. Okay, so everyone knows how I am crazy about purple. So I call my thoughts purple. Right. If you could choose a color for right, you, right. what would that be and why? Well, I would probably, um, well, my favorite color though is blue but I probably wouldn't call it blue thoughts I probably would pick something else to call my thoughts uh, only because blue thoughts sound depressing <laughs> <laughs> I probably would choose something like <laughs> I probably I probably would uh, choose another uh, color like uh, one of my, my second favorite color is green so I probably would call it green thoughts because green is the color to go uh, green is color action. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Green thoughts is interesting. Now, green happens to be my least favorite color, but I like the idea that you put behind green. That's pretty good. Color of action. All right. Okay, so we're here today and everyone's tuning in today to hear you. So why don't you go ahead and read your purple thought and then just take your time and tell me how that resonated with you and your thoughts about that thought. Okay, all right, great. So, um, of course, I love many of your purple thoughts, but the one that I um, that I like uh, maybe a little, maybe the most is power always has a source. What you are plugged into will sustain you. Connect yourself to the right source. And um, the thing that I like about that is that we all are plugged into something. And sometimes we plug into, uh, of course, the right thing. And sometimes we plug into the wrong thing. But when I read that purple thought, it reminded me of, of a scripture 
where God was actually talking to the people of Israel. And he was trying to get them to see that they had left him. In their minds, they had not left him. But the, the scripture basically said, you have left the fountain of living water. Wow. And you have chosen yourself vessels, broken vessels wow. that can hold no water. And, um, and so that's sometimes what we, what we have done. We have disconnected from the right source and chose something else to get plugged into. And when and you don't know it until sometimes you get probed. Uh, um, but but the beautiful thing about God is that if we plug into Him as the right source, He never disappoints. Yeah. He uh, He never uh, hurts us. He always gives us life. He always gives us strength. He always gives us peace. Yeah. And so that's what I when I when I look at that, I think about being plugged into. God is the source of life, the source of joy, and the source of peace. So that's what I thought about when I, when I read that Purple Thought. Love it, love it, love it. And uh, again, guys, I'm excited because we're going to have us some scriptural references to things. Uh, it's just going to come from the preacher. That's just how it goes. So I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go back and we're going to go deeper into some of the things you said and uh, just okay. the purple thought itself. So let's start with one simple word. Um, I know that you are an electrical engineer. You and my husband both uh, went to Raleigh. Y'all both That's electrical right. engineers. So I think you can help me with this. If you had to um, give a definition for the word power, what is that? What is power? <laughs> I, I would say power is energy. Um, and, and from an electrical term, we see we see power as um, uh, popping a great um, uh, a great source, say uh, like like the sun, the sun sun as being, uh, power or powerful, and of course we know uh, electrically we have our 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 generations, our huge plans where they generate millions of volts of power that is distributed all across our city. But uh, but when I when I see the word power, I think of strength and might is what I think about when someone says the word power. Love it. And why do you think Christians need power? And I know these are simple questions, but I think sometimes we don't think about these things. We don't think about our need for power. <laughs> you know, uh, we become self-sufficient or we feel like we have it all. We can do it within ourselves. But why do we need power? Why do we even need a source at all? Hmm. Very, very, very good question. Very, very good question. Well, two, two things there. We as Christians, we feel like that we are self-sufficient. We feel like that we um, that, that we have enough smarts. We have enough of everything within ourselves. Uh, but of course, the older you get, 
you know, you start running out of power. Hey. <laughs> so, so <laughs> the, when you're young, you feel like you can conquer the world. <laughs> but, 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 but it's sim- but it's very, it's very similar to um, uh, many things in life. You know, you, we, we all have car. We have most of us have cars, and we have a car battery, and that battery is powering your car and giving you power to start. And, uh, and you don't realize it until the day you go to start your car and it runs out of power. Uh, and, and you have and you have to either go get a new battery or you have to call somebody to give you a jump. Uh, one thing about the word power in the Bible, the, uh, um, the Greek form of that word when it comes to God is dunamis, mm-hmm. which, is, which is self-generating power. Yeah. And so God is self-generating, but our power that we have mm-hmm. uh, is limited. <laughs> and therefore, when we run out, we got to get connected to something to get recharged, like we recharge our cell phones. <laughs> and that's why uh, we got to uh, get reconnected or replugged in, as the Purple Thought uh, says. Love that. And and you guys, this is something to really think about. Um, I think sometimes, especially for us that have been in Christ for a little bit, and if we make it over 10 years, we really have to be careful because we begin to think mm. that we possess the deadness power when in fact our only power is in him and connecting to it. So I love that answer there. So that being said, and I'm going back to the scripture you pulled out, which I, I that scripture always frightened me because uh, he said you begin to dig, <laughs> uh, you know, cisterns and they're broken cisterns. That's right. You know, water can't even stay in it. That's right. Or whatever. So what makes us disconnect from the very thing that's given us life? <laughs> Wow! Wow! That's a that's a very uh, deep and uh, philosophical question. Um, if if you think about the uh, the fountain of living water, um, there was there was times in which people wanted to get away from that fountain, and many people have different reasons. No matter what you no matter what you get to. Some of the reasons are you have you want to go a different direction or different place where that fountain is not supplying water to. And so therefore you you come up with the idea of you know you need the water, so you try to create a vessel to carry water to that place where the fountain is not supplying. And yeah. so I think it's I think it's similar to many people's lives where uh, we try to go in directions where God is not there. Hey, there it is. And it's not there. We try to simulate or try to replicate what we had where God was at, <laughs> and we find out because that because that that cistern or that vessel is broken and is leaking water. Yeah, so the, by the time we get to the place where we think we can make it without God, we find out that we've ran out of water ah. and we have to go back to that fountain. 
Man, now that that's a powerful analogy. Thank you for that. That I mean, yeah. that sums it all up. I don't even have anything to add to that. That's a really good analogy. It leads right directly yeah. to my next question. Um, what does it mean to be sustained? Wow, that's I, I, I love that word there. I love that word sustained. Um, sustained means to be provided for. It means to be to be kept, um, to um, um, to be uh, well. We have a reliance on things. On in this case, we have reliance on God. Uh, but but there's another scripture that uh, that jumps out in my mind, or another story that jumps out of my mind. I'm just gonna make it short, and that was when Elijah had had. Um, had pronounced that there would be no rain in Israel for three years. And, and God said that he would sustain him, even though everybody else was in the middle of a famine, God sustained him and God fed him by, uh, by a little brook of water and he sent food to him by a raven. So yeah. God sustained him, which means he kept him alive. He kept him alive, I mean, and 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 and, and, and as, as Elijah relied upon God, God yet provided for him while everybody else uh, was suffering. So that's what I think about when you start talking about being sustained. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So here's a transparent moment, guys. When I wrote this particular purple thought, I wasn't directly thinking about God. I was thinking about I was going over in my life. Uh, how angry I was about some things in my childhood. Uh, and, and in particular, yeah. to be just transparent, yeah. how, how many years I stayed angry at my mother. Now, before um, mm -hmm. just end with this, my mother and I ended up with a wonderful relationship. She died knowing Jesus is all good. But I'm a reflection person. And I always think about things. And actually, that anger was fueling me and literally sustaining me, but it wasn't a good source <laughs> because it wasn't producing anything worth anything. It wasn't yeah. helping me spiritually. It wasn't building me up. At times it kept me secretly crying. It was crazy. But the thing that I was connected to was the anger and it was the thing sustaining me, keeping me strong in my opinions about what happened keeping me strong, you know. So I was just thinking, wow, this is pretty deep. We could be sustained by a lot of things, but it could be the wrong thing. And, and if it's the wrong connection, that's why I put it at the end, be careful about what you're connected to. You need to plug into the right source because you do have things that will keep you going. You can have uh, a spiritualism that's sustaining you. And it will keep you going, but in a wrong direction. So that's uh, where I was coming from. So, of course, I was trying to lead into make sure that your spirit is connected to your father, which is in heaven, through the Holy Spirit, that you might be sustained and kept in the right mind, in the right spirit, and be moving in the right source. I love this so, so much. Was it anything else you'd like to share about this thought? 
Well, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I would just say that, yeah, looking at that thought, it definitely can be applied to many different things in life in many different circumstances. And, um, and, and as, you were, as you were saying that, yeah, we, we are sometimes sustained in, in, in places that are not, uh, and, and, it's, and it could be anything, like you said, it could be angry, it could be jealousy, uh, it could be fear. Uh, some, there's many things in life that keep us wherever we're at. Um, it may be, maybe it's a, maybe just naturally our, our jobs are sustaining us or providing for us and keeping our standard of life, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, so yeah, it's very true that whatever we are plugged into will provide whatever we need, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> but, but I like to think that, uh, but I definitely like to think that ultimately, uh, no, if we want to be in the good places yes. uh, of our lives, it's going to take us being connected to God. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. You said something key that jumped right out at me, and I think I might close it right there. Whatever we're plugged into is going to keep us wherever we at. <laughs> and that's a powerful <laughs> thing to think about. It, it, it will keep you alive yeah. right there. It's like being on life support. That's right. It'll hold you right That's there, right. plugged into it. That's right. God knows right. we right. have wisdom and we need to choose and we need to be um, proactive about knowing what, what's fueling us, what's sourcing us. A lot of times we're just living. We're just out here living and doing whatever. And it can be the spirit speaking. It can be flesh speaking. It can be Satan speaking. It can be other people speaking. Right. We have to be wise right. and be careful. It's important because you can stay right there. So those words you spoke right there, keep us wherever we're at. That struck a chord with me. Right. I don't want nothing crazy keeping me right. in a place that I'm not growing, that I'm not moving, that I'm not free, yeah. that I don't even like. You could be sustained right. by something that you don't even like. It's just a deep thing to think about. That's I love right. it. I love it. Well, um, Pastor Cotton, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on, sharing your thoughts. I love to hear other people's thoughts. Uh, you know, people really don't realize just because I talk a lot don't mean I don't listen. Matter of fact, I listen way more than I talk. <laughs> I hear everything. And I like to know what people are saying <laughs> More importantly, I'd like to understand where they're coming from. So I appreciate it. So my last question for you, why do you think tuning in to this podcast, Building Hope with Purple Faults, would be beneficial to the hearers? Well, I think you just, um, I think you just nailed it in, in, in what you just said. And that is we should always be more willing to hear something that we may haven't thought about or if we have thought about, sometimes hearing it again is confirmation for something that God or even just life might be trying to teach us. So uh, I think it's beautiful for, uh, for us to get together and, and to talk and to hear other people's thoughts, other people's ideals, that we can grow by them, that we can uh, uh, strengthen 
our own selves, that sometimes we may need to come out of certain things if I haven't even thought about it until somebody brings it up. So that's why I think it's always good to hear another idea. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, guys, we're coming to a close here. I pray uh, this discussion, the thoughts, the uh, scriptures, everything that was shared will be a blessing to you on today. And if you really enjoyed that particular thought, guess what? I got 365 more of them for you. They're available in my journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2021. It's available on Amazon and on my author website and proceeds benefit my nonprofit, the Amos House of Faith. It's been really good being with you this week. Be sure to tune in next week for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Go have yourself a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.